this another edition of the College Gridiron Showcase Watchlist Show. Tracking the top NFL draft prospects on the planet each and every week. Brought to you by the NFL Draft Bible. Broadcasting around the globe. With your hosts, Joe Everett, Justin Gamble, and me, the R.I.C. Rick Saratella. We are on air. NFL Draft, and we're talking 2018 Cobb's Gridiron Showcase Watch List Show. Welcome to the tight end edition. We've been breaking it down, getting you through the summer, getting you primed up, ready to go to know who the studs across the nation are, who the top prospects are at the FBS, at the FBS, the small school down under the radar, guys. Joe Evan never leaving a stone unturned. In just a minute, I am your host, R.I.C. in the place to see Rick Saratella here. Kicking you off, getting you jump-started. It's a great time of year. NFL training camp underway. College football media days in case you can't get enough overload of useless information. Every now and then we get a useful nugget. But it's always interesting to see who those representatives are at the media days because that's really is a privilege, and it's usually the team leaders, the top players, and NFL draft prospects, so uh, shout out to the NEC conference, we've been posting the interviews throughout the week on our social media, and of course the website over at NFLDraftBible.com, Alex Thompson, our top rated FCS quarterback, we have an interview with him breaking down the Wagner offense. They're running the same pro-style scheme as Kyle Sanahan. But today, the conversation falls on tight ends. And to do that, we welcome in Joe Weber. He never leaves a stone unturned. You can follow him at Joe W. Everett. He is the NFL Draft Bible Director of College Football Scouting. And Joe, let's start off with tight ends from the 2017 College Gridiron Showcase. We saw a few talented guys getting ready to enter training camp this week. Oh, no doubt about it. Uh, I'm so very happy with the tight end group we had. I mean, a few guys stuck out. I was, I came in kind of a fan of Billy Freeman. I'll have to admit, San Jose State, real nifty player. And, He's just got to try out the Lions, but, uh, hey, they need more weapons for Stafford. But the other guy, hard not to talk about. I, I don't know if you call him the star of our event, but I like what I saw out of Tyrone Swoops, Rick, just the attitude he brought into the event. He, he switched the positions. He embraced the coaching. He was just all about improving and just doing whatever it takes to get in the league. So uh, Swoops with what he was able to do, and, hey, that guy, he's a fluid athlete, kind of natural with the ball in his hands. So there's there's something there, and, and I think that's why he's, he's with the Seahawks. The Seahawks, they're notorious for switching guys from center to defensive tackle, defensive tackle back to center. They take basketball players like George Fant and put them in left tackle. So uh, if there's an open-minded team out there, it's definitely the Seattle Seahawks, and it'll be interesting to see what uh, what they could do with Swoops. Yeah, great points. Fant, uh, you know, from basketball to tight end, and goes to Seattle, they're kicking inside the tackle, and he winds up becoming a starter. And, of course, uh, you know, Jacob Hollister, too, from Wyoming up in uh, New England, I believe, getting ready to uh, be a receiving threat over there. 
who else did we have? Anthony Cooper, of course. We loved him and what he did. And that was one of my highlights was the 49er scout just taking a stopwatch to his long snapping abilities. I thought, you know, that was one of the more impressive long snapping demonstrations that I've seen in my lifetime. He just really uh, has a, a, a flick of the wrist rocket with the long snapping abilities. Of course, he was our offensive MVP, the Halo Neuroscience offensive MVP. He scored a couple touchdowns. He was flying around, down around the goal line, and uh, was in the Raiders camp for a while. I don't know if he got picked up since then, but I'm a little bit surprised that he's not somewhere yet. I, I believe he will get another opportunity and uh, maybe an H-back, a fullback, kind of a jack-of-all-trades kind of player, but I definitely was impressed with him. And Swoops, you know, you mentioned him. We talked about it before. The, the format, the OTA-style type of setup really benefited Tyrone Swoops in making that transition. He didn't get thrown into the game action fire right away, and uh, I thought I thought it bodes well for him. And you know, shout out to uh, wide receivers and tight end coach Coach Tom Sidney there, down at the CGS for helping mold these guys and guys like Tyrone Swoops uh, over there in Seattle getting ready to go. Now, uh, let's fast forward to 2018 NFL Draft Watch Joe, and you know, uh, shout out to Justin Gamble as well. He's going to join us here today, our fellow co-host, and you know, we traded some throughout the week, and I don't think anybody was relatively too, too high on this tight end class, and taking a look out of it, you know, we we do have two senior prospects in our top three tight ends in the nation, uh, also 12 of the top 25 tight ends in that 2018 NFL Draft Bible prospectus are senior tight ends, so while it might not be sexy at top, there are quite the handful of prospects for the 2018 class, Joe. There's definitely a a great group, and uh, actually on the line we have with us uh, Craig Red, I believe. Is that uh, that you out there, Craig? I am here loving the talk already. (laughs) Awesome. Craig, welcome to the show. I'm on the road again, so Joe's working (laughs) that switchboard for me. But, uh, you know, good to see you last night. Good to chat some College Gridiron Showcase watch list with you. And Craig Red, the co-founder of the College Gridiron Showcase, make sure you go to cgsallstar.com for the latest watch list, uh, the latest trailer, Unsung Heroes. And, Craig, what's uh, moving and shaking these days with the College Gridiron Showcase? Man, we're we're just getting ready for our trip down there again. Uh, we'll, we'll be down there next Friday for a few days, just to walk through the hotel again and, and get the lay of the land. Same thing for the you know for the field uh, at Green Hill School, just for us to get the lay of the land, talk to the coach a little bit, talk a little ball because we all love doing that, um, and, and really just start trying to tie everything that we have going, starting to tie it all together and, and, and make it a nice tight package now. Oh, yeah, exciting. So if you're out there listening, if you're in the Addison area, Craig Red, Jose Jefferson, Mama Bear, Carla will all be in town. Shout out to Kimberly for all her hard work. And, uh, you know, Craig Red will be down there. So if you're listening, if you're in that Dallas-Fort Worth area, Addison, Texas, next week. And, Craig, I'm excited because we've been – 
scouting schedule. I know I'm going to be at about 20 games or so. I know you got your schedule lined up, but it all kicks off August 26th, just around the corner with uh, Hawaii visiting UMass. I'll be up there in Amherst, a couple players to watch for there, especially this tight end that we're going to talk about, Adam Brenneman, on the tight end show here today. Adam's a beast. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to kind of see him play a little bit more. Uh, I've had a chance to watch him, you know, for the last year or so, but he, he is a beast. There's no question. And he's uh, one of your Penn State guys, former five-star recruit coming out of high school and had some knee issues, but we'll uh, save some of that chatter when we get into it with Jay Everett. Now, uh, Craig, quite a handful of uh, guys getting ready for NFL training camp. We got, uh, I believe, 88 players heading into training camp this week from the Cobb Gridiron Showcase. And what are some of your thoughts and and impressions or maybe a a player or two to watch for uh, from a CGS alumni at the tight end position? I, I say, you know, and, and Joe Everett took my uh, took my thunder, but absolutely Tyrone Swoops. Um, I, I I think this kid is just such a, an athletic kid, and I commend him for making the transition from being a quarterback. Because a lot of times quarterbacks, you know, they want to stay quarterbacks, but he understood where he was, made the transition, and I thought he had really a, a very nice week out there for us. Joe said it perfectly that Seattle might be the ideal spot for him to to learn to make that transition and, and, and to stick on a roster. Um, Jake Hollister, another another player who just has, you know, what a lot of these tight ends are coming out with now, he, he's a great receiver. He's a good route runner. Uh, they're going to use him a little bit, you know, in age back as well, but He's another guy who I think in New England and, you know, Bill Belichick and his staff, they know how to use those guys. Yeah, you know, they, they just do. They always find a way to let those guys do what they, you know, can do. And then you always correct me with this name, but Zach Kong, I think I got it right this time, the, the, the last <laughs> name. Uh, Zach's just a big, big guy who's just athletic, another, you know, quarterback convert who's, who's making the transition. Uh, but I, I think he'll have, you know, some good things because he's got monster hands. He's definitely a great athlete. He understands the passing game, being a former quarterback. So I, I think those things translate very well for him to make that transition in, into being a tight end. And, uh, you know, I think he's in a good spot to, to, to give it a shot. Yeah, definitely some interesting players there. And I agree with Hollister up in New England. You know, they had that uh, tight end they developed. They traded him to Denver uh, halfway through the year, who I really saw. I know I took note of him in training camp, and his name is slipping my mind. But, you know, New England knows how to use AJ those Derby. tight ends. And A.J. Derby, there you go. Of course, Joe, I'm never leaving a stone unturned. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> A.J. Derby, I could see it. Uh, so definitely exciting times, and, and I'll be up in New England, uh, as a matter of fact, August 7th and the 8th for the Jacksonville Jaguars joint scrimmages. Uh, so we're going to, you know, kick it off in, in, uh, with the Big Blue next week and then head over to Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. We'll then be in New England, so keep it locked there at the NFL Draft Bible. 
com. Of course, the All Access Football YouTube channel. We'll be catching up with some of the CGS alumni. And uh, before we let you run, Craig, any uh, parting shot, final words for the people here? Keep, keep nominating players. That, that watch list we're, we're going to have out before the start of the college season, uh, the, the second release. So if you have players who – or if you're a player who, who, who believes, you know, you should be at CGS and you want to be evaluated, please go to CGSAllStar.com, nominate yourself, nominate a, a, a rising senior or, at this point, a senior, and we, we will absolutely evaluate because Rick, Joe, Justin, Christian, we just don't leave a stone unturned. That's it. Bottom line. Uh, Craig, always appreciate it, bud. Thanks, guys. Have a good have a good week. You too. That's Thank Craig Red, co-founder of the Cause Gridiron Showcase, and yeah, you know the schools are starting to nominate players. We're starting to receive some of that those emails too. So if you're a player or a school, you want to see your name, submit it. CGSAllStar.com will evaluate you. And if we think you're a prospect, your name will be on the list, which means your name will be on the radar. Speaking of radars, Joe, we were just about to get into that 2018 draft class. Who are talking about this tight end class? Well, first off, overall impression, and then, you know, who are your personal top senior prospects in this tight end draft class? Well, it's um, it's certainly not as deep as last year. Um, on the whole, I think there's there's one guy and then a, a bunch of possibilities here. Uh, it starts with Hans Gesicki. This guy is uh, he's the only senior tight end on our prospect this top 100 for a reason. Uh, there's a big basketball background with this New Jersey kid. Uh, he's on the volleyball team. I mean, just really high, highly touted recruit. And he's kind of rewrote the Penn State record books, really. And I don't know if he's more of an F uh, as opposed to the traditional Y. Uh, we don't have a, a ton of uh, proof that he can block an inline power drive someone out. But what we do know is he could just go up and get it. Uh, he's a just big-time vertical threat. Um, I mean, he's just kind of a glorified receiver at this point, but still, that body control, those rear ball skills, uh, he can out-jump basically every defender he lines up against. So he's a threat, and uh, I think that's why he's a top tight end. But And I hate to go out of turn here, Rick. I know we like to save the, 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 the small schools, the FCS, for later, but – Watching this Dallas Goddard, I can't wait. I think he's he's damn he's my number two tight end. The guy is impressive. He lines up everywhere. Uh, he's a real powerful runner. I I think he's also just got some pretty crazy ball skills. Uh, real gnarly one-handed catch against Villanova last year. Uh, if you just want to YouTube that, listeners, it was stupid. Uh, he's just got a great catching radius. He can make poorly thrown balls that you know some receivers couldn't catch the balls he catches. And I think he's real functional in line. Um, they they line him up in little short outs in motion. They get him on uh, screens and end arounds. I mean they use him a lot at South Dakota State, and we just talked about their wide receiver last week. Well, this guy may just be as good a talent, if not better. Uh, I just uh, love the cut-ups I watch of him. Uh, he's just a big, hairy American winning machine. Dallas Goddard, look him up, y'all. You will not be surprised. Uh, you will not be sorry. I would recommend that North Dakota State game. 
He did a little bit of everything, and yeah, I just think he's a savage beast. Honestly, Rick, I kind of like Goddard's uh, footage better than uh, Adam Shaheen's from last year. Yeah, you know, the more I watch, the more I like. It's not often I develop a man crush, Joe, but this kid, he's starting to win me over. And, you know, everybody loves that list that Bruce Feldman does every year, the freaks. And he highlights who some of the more physical freaks are in the land across the nation. And Dallas Goder making the list, Joe. Check it out. Six foot five, 250 pounds. He times at 465 with a 36 inch vertical and a 10-foot broad jump to go along with 380-pound squat, clean, bench press across the board. This guy is going to really uh, blow up the combine there in your backyard at, at, at uh, Indianapolis. Oh, no doubt about it, and I'm I'm pretty confident he's not only getting an invite, like you said, uh, across the board. It sounds like he's going to just he's just going to waylay all those events. Yeah, I would believe that Dallas Goder is destined for the Senior Bowl uh, just based on his body of work leading up to this point. Uh, you mentioned Kosicki. Penn State has had tremendous tight ends in their history uh, of the Nittany Lions, and he sent, he set a single-season school record last year, 48 catches. Uh, as you mentioned, tremendous athleticism because he was a wide receiver in high school, and he's another one of these guys you know, his blocking, there's probably going to be some whispers about, you know, improving his blocking a little bit. But he's another guy that's going to test well. And when you test well at the tight end position, go ask Evan Ingram, uh, you get drafted pretty high. So, you know, the other guy, you know, Gesicki finished one on our consensus. Uh, Troy Fumagalli, you say tomato, I say tomato. Hey, this guy, Joe, over there at Wisconsin, he does a little bit of everything. They use him on the screens and the slot. He lines up all over the place. He's got the size. Former walk-on, by the way. Uh, but I think when you're talking about a, a dual tight end that is a uh, pass-catching threat and also a solid blocker, that's for Magali over there at Wisconsin. And, Joe, here, file this one for the archives at birth. He had his left index finger amputated, so he only has nine fingers. Nine hey finger now. Troy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds hey, like I... a, an episode of Goonies. <laughs> hey, so we got uh, the tight end. Those. I was just saying, I don't care how many fingers he comes up. He's got, he just comes up with big plays. That guy, uh, it never fails on third down how many balls he catches. So uh, when the moment's big, he he steps up. Yeah, first down machine. Um, So those are some of the top tier guys, Joe. Uh, Who are some of the under the radar guys for the 2018 draft class? I've got quite a few that. First one we should hit on is the Mike Brenneman. Um, really good size. He's got the ball skills. Uh, he makes plays in coverage. Uh, I like his, you know, wide base, just big, broad shoulders. Uh, he led the team, and he's kind of the focal point of that minute-minute offense. So he's got that going for him. But you you hit it, the nail on the head, Rick. The, I think he's got a torn right ACL dating back to high school. 
And then they redshirted his sophomore year with another left knee. I'm not a if it's an ACL, MCL, but he played two games, I think, his last two seasons at Penn State and basically retired medically is what I understood. And now he's, you know, he's back, he's making plays, I'm happy for him. But that medical background is going to be pretty gnarly just in the evaluation process. And so, I mean, that that's one thing I'd be considered. But on the field, He's got the goods. There's uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, I'm going Maction, though. Central Michigan has a tight end, Tyler Conklin. Uh, I cannot verify that he's any relation to Jack Conklin, but uh, he's another kid. Basketball background, kind of, a, I don't want to say a failed basketball prospect, but he kind of saw the writing on the wall, switched over, uh, transferred to Central, and just uh, really blew up as a junior last year, um, there's a couple of just a, a fallen back one handed touchdown catch against Ohio with his left hand. Uh, he had a right handed juggling catch against uh Freud touchdown against Oklahoma state. He, he went deep against Northern Illinois, killed him. There's, uh, six touchdowns this year that he scored just kind of out of nowhere. Uh, I think he's going to be real happy that he uh, turned in his high tops for Cleed because those ball skills he's got and that body control is just a, such a natural for the position and a great conversion. You know, we've seen it so many times these basketballers have success, and I think Conklin may, may be the next in line. Now, he does not have great power in his running, and he's going to need to sublet an apartment with a block and sled uh, for the next year uh, just to kind of develop that aspect of the game. But just watching him, Rick, he kind of reminds me a lot of Chris Cooley. You know, just natural hands, smooth runner, real nice athlete. I, I think Conklin, um, he's kind of that under-the-radar tight end this year, and I would be remiss. we got to bring up both of these tight ends at Minnesota. Uh, Brandon Lingen out of Wyzetta, Minnesota, and I've been swimming in the lakes of Wyzetta enough to tell you there's some tough hockey-playing, ice-fishing bastards up there. So Brandon Lingen, and not only do they have, they've got Nate Wozniak at about 6'10", a kid out of my neck of the woods uh, just outside of Indianapolis. So uh, the Minnesota has two tight ends on the Bolitnikoff watch list. That's uh, kind of rare there. So those are my under-the-radar guys right now. Yeah, P.J. Fleck is uh, going to surely make great use of them. And uh, I don't know if you caught any of the, 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 the B1G media days, but they started it nice and bright and early. P.J. Fleck was the first one up at 8 a.m. Some of the reporters didn't even get their coffee in yet. And here's P.J. Fleck just boosting the room with a ball of uh, adrenaline, getting all amped up for the season. But um Let's see. Joe, you, you hit the nail on the head on a lot of those guys. No one's got the Mac covered better than Joe Everett. Rick Saratella here talking 2018 uh, NFL draft class. And, you know, if you're on our email list or you want to get on our email list, RIC at NFLDraftBible.com, you know I'm a big fan of this Adam Brenneman, and Joe mentioned the injuries, and I do think that the medical will determine whether or not he even gets drafted. But when you talk about a talent standpoint – all right, this kid was ahead of Gesicki at Penn State. He was a five-star recruit. He was one of the most highly recruited players in the history of that school. So there was big expectations there. Now he's in that pro-style offense there for Mark Whipple. Uh, 70 catches, 808 yards, eight touchdowns last year. And from my understanding, he's bulked up. I think he played at 235 last year. I think he is now at 250 from my understanding. And he also claims to be faster. So not only did he bulk up, but he also got faster. So if he holds up and he tests well at that size, 
again, the medical is the big if. We just won't know until we get there. Uh, that'll be the determining factor. So some under-the-radar tight end prospects here to keep a lookout for. And uh, how about some FCS, guys? We talked about Goder Joe. Anybody else there in the wishing well? I really don't. I mean, I've, I've just got some smaller schools uh, and just some more under-the-radar names. Uh, one guy... I love since our, our our event is is down there. I always try and dig up a local. Uh, Gabe Schrade out of Texas State. Uh, really love his effort in the running game. He's uh, I think he's quality pass catcher. I don't know that he's some super receiving threat, but love him in the interviews. Winner's mentality. Uh, highly intelligent, but I have to think he could adapt to a playbook. And I think he does a little bit of everything. Uh, maybe he's got a chance to be at our event. Uh, Got some decent footage, but uh, the one guy I think um, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, Ben Johnson out of Kansas. Uh, I think he's actually a really legit two-way tight end, quality receiver. Uh, who doesn't have much speed past the line of scrimmage, but another guy, real reliable out in coverage. He's going to make plays on contested balls, and I think uh, that's the other guy. It's hard to find these guys that can do both. Uh, I think Ben Johnson's a, a very functional blocker. I kind of see a little bit of Jack Doyle in him. So, yeah, I know Kansas as a team doesn't have their act together just yet, but there are some pieces on that roster, and I think Ben Johnson might be one of them to take a look at. Yeah, a lot of work to be done there in Kansas. I'll throw one other guy out there for you, Joe, that keeps popping up coming across my desk, and that's this Weber State tight end, Andrew Bowler. Maybe comes in at about 6'4", 245, uh, pass catching type of tight end, 60 plus catches, 800 yards, seven touchdowns. But certainly, I haven't really dug in too deep yet because there's a lot of work to be done here on this particular player. Just talk about the journey and, and the background checks that NFL teams are going to have on this city. Looks like we lost Rick uh, there on the other line, but I did get a chance uh, to check out uh, the Weber State tight end briefly. He's a little undersized, but he is. Uh, he's all over the place. He's a receiving threat, and they they use him an awful lot in the passing game. Um, got a couple other tight ends to throw out there. I mean, just for uh, the, the one guy, saw him last year at BYU, Tyler Baldery is a converted defensive end, huge shoulders, big guy, and I'm telling you, he moves people in the running game. He can just inline, he could do it offset. Um, I'm not thinking he's an H-back traditional tight end, but really some nifty ball skills for a big, nasty dude like that. So he's not going to be the featured pass catcher at BYU by any means, but in the running game, check out Tyler Baldry. Uh, love that kid's style. One more tight end. Um, see if we can get Rick back. Not seeing him on there yet. But uh, if you get the chance to watch Marshall, Ryan Urichek, yes, Conference USA can be tough to stomach for some. But that's another guy uh, receiving threat. I do not have proof of anything in line happening. I, all I do is see him line up in the slot, flex him out a lot. But... This is a long, rangy kid. He just goes up and gets the football. Um, 
once again, haven't seen enough of him in the running game, but a fluid mover. He's a gifted pass catcher. He can make it uh, up against people and really go up. Uh, that, that just that height's irreplaceable. So, yeah, liking what I've seen out of Ryan Juracek. Um, might be getting a text here. Closing it out then, and uh, I guess final thoughts, really. We were spoiled by last year's terrific senior class. O.J. Howard, uh, Evan Ingram, Gerald Everett, my kinfolk, uh, Johnu Smith, Jake Butt, Michael Robert, Jordan Leggett, and that's just the seniors from last year, folks. So uh, that, it just doesn't get much better than, than last year's class. So we may be a little bit down this season, but uh, definitely some underclassmen on the way and uh, been an awesome show. And close it out and saying, check out the college football prospectus. We've got the top 100 football players, regardless of class. It's a great guy for any college football fan, any draft Nick out there, as well as gamblers. Hey, media outlets, are you an independent writer? You need a copy of this top 100 perspective. So, hey, you play fantasy football, keeper leagues, dynasty leagues, Debbie leagues, you also need a copy as well. So we've got players 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. Yeah, you heard it right. The NFL Draft Bible College Football Perspectives. Get your copy today, and we are out. Back at it again. It's another edition of the College Gridiron Showcase Watchlist Show. Tracking the top NFL draft prospects on the planet each and every week. Brought to you by the NFL Draft Bible, broadcasting around the globe. With your hosts, Joe Everett, Justin Gamble, and me, the RIT Rick Saratella. We are on air. <laughs>